the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Intelligent. Conservative. The answer. Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and one hundred two pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Hey, Andrea, I just wanted to give a shout out to your uh, producer, man, Jalapeno. Um, you did a great job with the music. I totally agree with you. It uh, brings back memories. Uh, Taylor Skins has a little competition, I think. <laughs> but I was jamming with you, man, when you got that uh, vibe going there. The songs. I uh, reminiscing about going to see SOS Band in Memphis. If you uh, know that jam, that band, SOS Band, uh, you, you get a real group. SOS band. Yes, I remember the SOS band. And I want to thank you for that call, caller. Uh, that's our 24 hour comment line, uh, 844-814-5227. Thank you, DJ Jalapeno, keeping everybody grooving with the music while my right arm was out, uh, having getting married to the love of his life and, and celebrating that new union and taking some much needed time away for their honeymoon. But he is back tonight, my partner in crime, my right Right hand man, we are reunited, peaches and herb style, reunited, and it feels so good. He is back, babies, and I'm talking about the newly married DJ Potato Skins. This is about a gentleman whose heart is so big. <laughs> DJ Potato Skins. His uh, approach is so authentic that it's undeniable. Yeah, you don't know what you would do without your right arm until it's gone, Andrea. That's right. And, you and you know, so you, 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 some people are ambidextrous. I am not. I'm able to use my left hand, and I tried to use it to play clips while you were gone. I was like, let me try to find a new skill. And as you said earlier, <laughs> I can do it when you're gone, but that's not how we're going to do it when you're no, here. No, I was so happy to have you back. Thank you for being here. Maybe a little bit later in the show, you can share some, maybe some. I'd love to. Some new, you know, some maybe some highlights, something that was special to you. Um, we had a caller before your when I we did a show when I were asked if anybody had any advice and somebody called in and asked a question of why get married and maybe um, maybe you might want to address that because and and married you did in the best possible style it was absolutely story it was great to have you there too thank you for for it was an honor to be there it was magical so maybe later you can you know share some share some newly some insights from the newly married for sure uh, yeah so. Um, and the world is still here when I got back. I know. Imagine that. I mean, you know, it's a good thing you didn't you didn't look at any news. I'm glad you didn't. I'm glad did you not. completely unplugged because if you had looked at the news, you probably would be thinking that we were literally about to um, be nuked uh, by Russia because that's the latest fear mongering that the left has been trying to do. So um, that is not the case. No need to uh, to go and get hosed down. What was the name of that movie? I think um, Meryl Streep got an oscar for it share start in it that had to do with nuke and radiation gosh it's gonna drive me crazy 888-344-1170 y'all know that movie that i'm talking about 
Um, it's just really this this whole the fear mongering that's gone on uh, with Russia and Ukraine is intentional, has to do with the midterm elections. We know the games that they're trying to play. They're doing everything that they can to keep the American fe- people from staying focused on the real issues. Is that Silkwood? Silkwood. Yes. Amazing movie. Amazing movie. They're doing everything that they can to keep us distracted from the real issues that were all manufactured by the Biden administration as we go into these midterms. Um, so I'm glad you didn't pay attention to the news, but of course, it's gr- glad to have you back because he came back with bells on, man. It was shock and awe. Producer was in full producer mode today. We've got lots of great topics and sound bites to share with you guys tonight. But before we get in, I do want to make mention, hello, San Diego. Tonight's the game one of the next series in the World Series. Go Hal- LA! Yeah, Jalapeno had quite a, quite fun at my expense last week because I know nothing about baseball. I don't even know what this means in terms of playoffs. But tonight, the the Padres first are, round of the playoffs. Well, no, we had we that would no because the Padres played in New York for the first. The Dodgers got a buy. So that was the that okay. So that was the so wild, technically the second round, but yeah, it's the first team the Dodgers are facing. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So we've got so this is the first game of the series for the Dodgers. First round that was last week in his wild card game. Um, good luck, San Diego. Um, uh, no, I, I, I look. I'm not from San Diego, so I certainly ain't going to pick L.A. If I, you know, I'm going to pick San Diego to root for. Although they're Come not the big blue heaven, Andrea. We're a winning team. Yeah. <laughs> they are expected and predicted to win tonight. I think it's. I think the the it's looking like seventy percent chance. And sticks, if you're listening, I love you, brother. But uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so so that's kind of a, could be an interesting segue for us. You know, in terms of who's predicted to be the winners. What are the polls saying? The polls are picking the Dodgers tonight, right? In in this game with the Padres. Although it's a series, it's best of three, right? Um, it, wouldn't it be nice if we kind of had that? Well, in a sense, we do for congressional races. It's whoever gets the most, right? And the races ends up with the, with the majority in power. We have much at stake. There was actually breaking news. Speaking of that, there was breaking news today involving a Democrat who has held quite a few positions in the Democrat Party. She had served four, has served four terms in the U.S. House of Representatives. She was vice chair of the Democrat National Committee from 2013 to 2016. She ran for president as a Democrat in 2020, and she made the announcement today that she was officially leaving the Democrat Party. And of course, I'm talking about the woman that I jokingly referred to as the female boss hog, because when she was running for president, she wore that boss hog suit. It was not a good look, particularly on that beautiful woman. But I want you to hear from Tulsi Gabbard herself and her announcement today. It's and spot then, on. And then we'll, we'll give our reaction. Uh, Skins, please play clip one. I can no longer remain in today's Democratic Party that's under the complete control of an elitist cabal of warmongers who are driven by cowardly wokeness, who divide us by racializing every issue and stoking anti-white racism who actively work to undermine our God-given freedoms that are enshrined in our Constitution, who are hostile to people of faith and spirituality, who demonize the police but protect criminals at the expense of law-abiding Americans, who believe in open borders, who weaponize the national security state to go after their political opponents, and above all, who are dragging us ever closer to nuclear war. Now, I believe in a government... That's of the people, by the people, and for the people. Unfortunately, today's Democratic Party does not. 
Instead, it stands for a government that is of, by, and for the powerful elite. Now, I'm calling on my fellow common sense, independent-minded Democrats to join me in leaving the Democratic Party. If you can no longer stomach the direction that the so-called woke Democratic Party ideologues are taking our country, then I invite you to join me. Wow. Mic drop. Do, do kids still say that anymore? Do they still do the mic drop? Thing? Oh, yeah, they do. My kids say it. Yeah, that was quite the mic drop. Spot on. Um, she talked about um, the wokeism uh, of the left. She talked. Here's some things that stuck out at me in terms of courage. And then I'm going to and then I'm going to I'm going to bust her chops a little bit. I'm going to tell you everything that I loved about what she said, and then I'm going to tell you what was missing and what I would have liked her to have added to it. Um, She talked about the elitist cabal of warmongers driven by cowardly wokeness. Um, mm, Good. What what I found most courageous was the anti-white racism. I don't think I've heard a Republican come out and that clearly and articulately Describe how they're racializing every issue and stoking anti-white racism. That was bold. Uh, she talked about them. Uh, I also love that she talked about undermining our God-given freedoms. True. Um, I love that she talked about how they are using the federal government to go after political opponents. And they're also targeting us for our religious beliefs. All absolutely great comments. Now here's where I'm going to take a little issue with Miss Gabbard. First and foremost, why now? Why? Why is she leaving this? Why is she? First of all, she says she's leaving the Democrat Party. Well, where are you going to, Tulsi? Where are you going to? All right. And, and by the way, we, we would love to hear from you. What is your impression of her speech? What do you think about what she said? What do you think about her leaving the Democrat Party? Do you think this moves the dial for the Republicans going into the midterms? 888-344-1170. Um, she doesn't mention where she's going to. If you're going to leave the Democrat Party, why would you not mention where you're going and why? Why leave us hanging there? I'm leaving the Democrat Party and I urge other Democrats to follow her lead. To where? Don't you think it would have been nice, Skins, as great as her speech was? Don't you think it would have been nice for her to say, here's why I'm going over here? I didn't expect her to come out and say, I'm, you know, I, I, I believe in the MAGA movement. Like, say you want to become an independent, you want to become a Republican. Like, you know, exactly. What's that destination? Where are you going? Where, where are you going and why? It's, it's one thing to say I'm leaving the Democrats here. And the list of what she gave, the most bold and clear thing was the anti-white racism. The rest was some murky, not really clear kind of stuff. So you're saying you're leaving, but you're not really saying where you're going and you're not really giving it an explanation as to why, why you're going there, right? I, I would have liked her to have said and, and, and actually do more than a minute and, and actually explain, um, go into more detail into the different areas in which she described the Democrats, because what does wokeness mean? What, is, what does that mean? It's a pretty broad statement. It's very broad. 
particularly she uses it in the context of warmongering. Wokeism isn't really isn't really what's going on so much with the Russian Ukraine war. The, the Russian Ukraine war is more about the Great Reset. It's about capitalizing. It's about ushering in the new world order. It's it's got all those different elements elements of uh, the war on energy and 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 all those other things. It really doesn't have anything to do with wokeism. I'll get to that in a minute. Why didn't she say where she was going and why? And why didn't she say why now? I'm going to take a break. We come back. I'm going to share a few more comments on this because I think that this is an extraordinary opportunity for the Republican Party. But it left me a little, it left me a little nonplussed. This is the Andrew K. Show on AM 1170, The Answer. Come on back. AK, dynamite in a dress. Or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on the answer, San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Glad to have you guys here with me. Rest in peace, by the way, Angela Lansbury. Did you guys know, uh, in addition to, I mean, she's mainly known for the TV show Murder She Wrote. Loved that show. Oh my gosh, so good. Um, but she actually was considered the queen of musical theater. And I, I didn't, didn't know that. I didn't know that either. Either. I mean, I knew her from the, the musical MAME, uh, which was, you know, um, suppo- I never saw her perform MAME. Um, I liked, I think it was Rosalind Russell played that character in the movie, which I loved. Um, but she was just an absolutely extraordinary actress. So, so talented. Rest in peace. I mean, we're just suddenly losing so many amazing, talented people. Last night, we paid tribute to Art LeBeau and tonight, Angela Lansbury. So, um, good for, uh, you know, good for her having such an amazing, talented career and just continuing to work well. At, like Art LeBeau, he, he, he did it 97 years old. He did his last broadcast on Sunday. I think she still did, did a musical theater, still did a production recently. So um, I just love hardworking, talented individuals. And there was never a negative story about her, never anything about her politics running her mouth. And she just, you know, just uh, like a Hollywood icon and what Hollywood used to be about back in the old days. Okay, getting back to, to um, Tulsi Gabbard. Um, before the break, I played the clip. I loved it. Don't get me wrong. Don't get it twisted, as DNS would say. I loved her speech. I just wish she had gone farther with it because it left me with too many questions. I have questions, as Emily D. Baker would say. I have questions. Um, you say you're leaving the Democrat Party. Well, y- the list of, of explanations couple of it was was some tough. The rest of it was kind of vague. But she never says where she's going to and why that is a better choice. So, you know, and it could be that my critique is coming from all the years that I spent in in corporate sales. But it's like you got to give somebody, you know, if you and we talked about how to create followership, right? Create. How do you create followership? How do you make people want to follow you? Well, you got to give them a reason to follow you saying, hey, I'm leaving the Democrat Party. That's not a reason. Here's what I don't like about the Democrat Party. Okay, well, what's better on the other side? There was no salesmanship there. There was nothing to make any Democrat want to leave where they're at and follow her, which makes me suspicious of her motivations and why she's doing this now. Um, She was equally critical. Remember, I think she destroyed Kamala Harris. I think she's one of the reasons why Kamala Harris never made it past the first debate. I think it was Tulsi Gabbard who absolutely destroyed her. This is not the first time Tulsi Gabbard's had a problem with the Democrat Party. Isn't she on Tucker Carlson like every night? So why now? Why now? I love what she said, but when she didn't go far enough and she left some key things out, 
it, it makes me suspicious. A listener has already emailed in, and you can always email me at andreakshow.com or give us a call at 888-344-1170. Um, the, this uh, listener said, long time ago, I said I don't trust her, still stands. The reason why it's important for me to know where and to her for her to have stated where she's going and why is because anytime we have somebody leave the Republican Party, it's like, why? Typically, when somebody leaves the Republican Party, it's first they they leave the Republican, they go independent, then they go Democrat. It's a gradual transition. It's a gradual it's a gradual transition. And really what what it ends up being about is this is somebody that's finally reached like a maximum point of power in their party. There's a maximum place that they've been able to go. They feel like they're stuck and they're not able to get to the next level somehow. It's kind of like, um, you know, if you're working in corporate America, like at Xerox where I used to work and you and you think, you know what, I've reached, I, you know, I, I, I'm stuck. Xerox, there's no further upward mobility for me at Xerox. I don't see career trajectory here. Um, I think I'll go work and see if Canon or Rico or, you know, I, IBM has some positions and I can catapult my career and I can get back on an upward, you know, track of my career. It smells that way to me. Uh, you know, anytime, look, I'm going to love it anytime. I'm going to cheer anytime a Democrat comes out against the Democrat Party and says I'm leaving. I'm going to cheer that all day long. It's a good thing. And th- yeah, it's a great thing. And then I'm going to go, okay, now where, where are you? Are you, are you saying you're not going to vote? You say I'm leaving the Democrats. Right before 30 days before the midterms, but yet you don't talk about voting. You don't talk about where you're going and who you're voting for. I would say, Andrea, either it's strategic and she's probably going to come out in the next couple of days, maybe the next week and say where she's going to. Or maybe it's just for attention. I think it's I think it's a little bit of both. I think it's about wanting to um, maybe have people court her for endorsements. I think it could be about wanting the RNC, the Republican Party, to come and try to woo her um, to their side and offer some position. This is a power play. She's a smart woman, former military. She might even continue to be in the reserves. This is some strategery. She was a major, right? I think so. I don't remember. Could be why she's got an affinity for the suits. Like what a boss hog suit. But look, I'm and I'm I'm always going to be suspicious of anybody who was as critical as she was when she was running for president in 2020, and then turns right around and votes for Joe Biden in 2020. I, I, I you know, I'm going to be suspicious of you when you if when you voted for Joe Biden. <laughs> I'm suspicious. Okay, I'm suspicious of your motives. And and let me tell you, you know, one of the things in terms of wokeness, I feel like it was pandering a little bit because what was left out of what she talked about? What was one area that's such a problem in this country right now? And and it's not just her. I don't think the Republican Party establishment has issued a stern statement about it, but there was nothing about children and the assault on children and what's going on with the children in this country, anywhere in what she talked about. Yeah, pretty major story that we were researching today that just baffled my and your mind, and that, nope, not even mentioned. Yeah. So. There's, I mean, there's a, there's a literal attack on our youth in this country. Yeah. Yeah. And the AMA, the AMA our, our, our entire medical establishment is cooperating with it. Just like they cooperated with COVID. They've been, that's an institution that has been completely corrupted. Do we have an institution that hasn't been corrupted? Can you tell me one? It used to be the military. 
And now, you know, they now they're pushing transgenderism and diversity, equity and inclusion as though somehow that has any, you know, they, just like the Democrats used to push multiculturalism. Nobody can explain to me what the benefit of that is. There's no benefit of this DEI, not from a military strategy standpoint. But I can't think of so now the military is completely woken, and I don't want to say worthless. I don't think there's one. I don't think we have one institution, and I think I would include our churches in that. Our churches have been corrupted. We yeah, had to- because I mean, think about it during during COVID, a, a lot of the churches went along with what they were told. Yeah, they didn't question anything. They hand you know, shouldn't churches be the first to think my rights come from God, not from man? But they always use the excuse of render under Caesar. Oh, this was a little bit different. No, we've got we've got too many in, in the quest to for the megachurch. There's a dilution of the Bible going on in the country. And 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 so even our church institutions have been corrupted. Look, when we've got Methodist preachers in drag, there was a Catholic mass where a drag queen came in down the aisle in a thong in the middle of a Catholic mass in New York. The Southern Baptist Convention hadn't spoken out about it. I think there's individual churches, don't get me wrong, but I'm talking about in general as institutions. Nobody is speaking up for the children at this point. It's as though everybody's on the grift. Everybody's been corrupted. This is the damage that's been done to our psyches over decades decades of having our brains and our psyches and our minds and our hearts be pummeled all day long in newspapers and going back it, nobody probably reads newspapers and you lose the kids and your your nation's going to be done well they corrupted the minds of the adults in this country they started doing that with tv and movies and the entire entertainment industry and ma- you know all the magazines and cosmo and all that kind of stuff and now they've moved younger and younger and younger and younger one of the things you missed last week was Boston, Harvard Association, Harvard Connected Boston Hospital was busted with a doctor. I reported last night they took the video down. But this doctor, I, I, I could still play the clip later so you can hear it. This doctor from Boston Hospital, they put the video up on their on their site. And this doctor is saying that kids know in the womb that they're trans. Excuse me? Yep. They've taken the they've taken the video off the off their site now because it's that insane. It's that that's how crazy it is. So yeah. So you know, my, one of my measures of somebody running for office is what are you going to do to stop the murder and mutilation and well, destruction like of saying, our children? The the the, the low hanging fruit. I don't care. We know you believe in lower taxes. What are you going to do about the social issues? Right. Because this is what's killing us. All right, we're going to take a break. We come back. Biden, what did Biden do? What what did he do to actually expand? Not only has there been no rollbacks, not only has nobody in the FBI and the DOJ been held accountable for the fact that they have been weaponized to go after Americans, but it's only getting worse. What did Biden do to make it worse? We're going to share that with you when we come back. News, politics, and current events. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Andrea, I was listening to Dane Whittingham of geoengineeringwatch.org, and he's saying that the hurricane that was uh, experienced in Florida, the horrendous hurricane, was 
uh, basically manipulated and strengthened by the U.S. government to take out a lot of conservatives and conservative businesses, etc. You should listen to what he has to say. He's actually on your show, your station on Saturdays, I believe. Okay, thanks. And thank you, caller, for that. Um, yeah, in fact, we plan to have him on the show. He's actually super busy and quite in demand. So we're going to have him on, I think, sometime and maybe in like... Yeah, he told me once I got back from my honeymoon to give him a ring. So we're going to have him on shortly. Yeah, and his name, I can't... can't Dane Wiggington. Dane Win. Say that again. Wiggington. Wiggington. I love that name. Really That's a cool, smart guy. What a cool name, too. Dean Wiggington. It is. I should have a name like that. I should change my last name like to... a spy w- name. I know. It's like it's like a, it's like a name out of a Bond movie it for really sure, is. right? I'm still waiting to hear Idris Elba has been named as the next. Hey, you Bond. know what? That's not my pick, but that's a pretty good pick. Yeah, who's your pick? Uh, Daniel Craig Michael is Michael Fassbender. Oh, well, it, yeah, I've never heard of him. I'm uh, go Idris. Okay, that's what I have to say about that. Um, thank you, caller. I'm going to, uh, yeah, we're definitely uh, already have plans to have him on. There was a time in my life to where I would have laughed at a call like that skins. Oh, sure. There would have been a time where I'd have been like, this Legitimate is conspiracy theory. Oh yeah. Um, but you know, uh, it, it, I've been, I've been called a conspiracy theorist and I've been right on absolutely everything that I have talked about. Let's everything put it this that way, I said. I've had him on my show a couple of times. There's a lot there that's adding up. There's a lot there. Well, I, I, I look forward to interviewing him. Um, I, to me, when you hear about weather manipulation, you're reminded, I think I've even mentioned this on the show, of the old um, General Hospital days where there was this character <laughs> that was going to freeze the earth, right? I mean, it was so <laughs> ridiculous, right? Um, but technology has come a long way. There's ways that they can they can manipulate wind and do things. I I I I, I certainly expect that they could. Look, if you're going to tell me you climate change people that there that that uh, you can by destroying our lives and destroying our energy sector that you can change the weather, then why can't I believe that you that the that the left could manipulate a storm, right? And who gains from them? strengthening a storm so that they can say like don lemon did uh, well but climate change yeah climate change these storms are getting worse and worse and worse and although the they actually the guy from the weather channel was like um maybe you know not really you know i hate to tell you that on your show but you're kind of wrong yeah um okay so um thank you caller for that and again our 24-hour number is 844-814-5227 and it was Hurricane Ian. And let me tell you, the devastation down there is just heartbreaking. Oh, my gosh. And I'm not one of these people that believes that only those who live in trailers or small homes deserve sympathy. Look, you know, all do. everybody does because we're talking about people's lives, their investments, their money, their you know, sentimental belongings, homes that people raise their children in, their grandchildren in. It's just heartbreaking. You know, ha- you know, have a heart for people, you know. Um, so anyway, um, 
Friday, isn't it always historical where Friday is when they want to dump the bad news and have it hidden and not have the American people know about it, right? The Friday news dump. And even better if it's a Friday before a holiday weekend. Although yesterday wasn't necessarily a holiday for many people. A lot of people had to work like me. Uh, Skins had the day off, not because it was a holiday for us here, but but having to do with his with his um, honeymoon. Um, but technically, it was considered a holiday. Banks were closed, right? Didn't get your mail delivered. So the Friday before this three-day weekend, Biden decides that he's going to sign an executive order. Skins provided this article to me today. It's interesting because Friday, I heard about this executive order and I actually sent it off to Tom Dubacar. And I'm like, what do you, can you interpret this for me? Because there was no articles that came out about it. And I, and I was about to go live when I saw that it happened. And Tom Dell was like, no, I'm at a concert, so I'm not going to provide you analysis. <laughs> Multitask. Tom. Yeah. Come on. Uh, he's like, and, and he's like, and I'm just going to say right here, he's like, I ain't got my reading glasses on. I can't be. <laughs> no, he didn't say about his reading glasses. He said he was at a concert and the light was bad and he wasn't able to read it and to give me any context for it. Well, thanks to Skins, we have it. And let me tell you, it's ugly, people. It's ugly. You thought it was bad with the FBI and the DOJ being weaponized to go against American people? You thought they already had the means to try to round you up by calling you a domestic violence extremist thanks to thanks to Merrick Garland's counterterrorism unit and the FBI going around cooking the books and using SWAT teams to go into people's homes and all that. You thought it was bad. It's only going to get worse. And let me tell you why. What this executive order did was it lifted restrictions, and I'm taking this right from One America News, it lifted restrictions on how the government spies on U.S. citizens. Here's what he did. Biden partially revoked, but what he revoked was bad. He partially revoked Presidential Policy Directive 28. And I had never heard of that before. I hadn't either. I hadn't heard of this directive. Because what I thought was going on in terms of data mining and remember the whole thing about unmasking civilians during the whole all that. I, I knew that was all part of the Patriot Act. I had not heard of anything that called the Presidential Policy Directive 28. And it was a directive under um, President Obama, actually, which governed how federal agency used signals intelligence to spy on citizens. And signals intelligence includes phone calls, text messages, emails, and internet use. This is data mining, right? Um, and I think the reason why Obama did this even though Patriot Act was started under W was because we didn't have all this stuff under W. We didn't have you know, all the fa- the socials. I think they might have been the very earliest stages. We had internet, nothing obviously, but nothing substantial. So um, Obama actually came up with this original rule and it restricted the government from just arbitrarily spying on U.S. citizens, supposedly. Uh, if the government, the, the policy was, if the government was to spy on U.S. citizens, the government was required to apply through the courts for permission. Uh, Policy Directive 28 was essentially a way to keep the government at least minimally accountable. This is where the FISA courts came about. In addition, it revoked um, a provision, get this, that would prevent the government from targeting its political enemies and critics. Here's what they revoked. The United States shall not collect signals intelligence for the purpose of suppressing or burdening criticism or dissent. Let Sounds that, to me like we yeah. really don't have freedom of speech in America. 
Well, it's even worse than freedom of speech. Yeah. Yeah, basically, basically... Shut up and do what we say. This what is tell you to. Uh, even worse than that. This is, you say something that's not in line with the narrative coming out of the U.S. government, and you're going into popo. We're going to investigate you, and we're going to uh, target you. This, this is how they... Remember the FBI whistleblower out of Florida who talked about how he was taken off of child assault cases and child pornography cases and assigned to January 6th cases in which people's constitutional rights were being violated. They were using SWAT teams to go into people's homes, which is life-threatening. People have died in these SWAT situations, and that's why he became a whistleblower, right? What was the, and he, and he said that this was about trying to create the, the, uh, the um, impression that there were all these domestic violence extremists all around the country. This is all about justifying how they can drag the entire 75 million of us MAGA people and and treat us the way they did January 6th defendants. When Merrick Garland came up with the counterterrorism group to target parents who spoke up at school board meetings, one of the things they, in, in connection to January 6th, he said one of, the, one of the things they were considering DVEs is those that would question the outcome of an election, those that believed in limited government, those that believed in traditional America, this is frightening. We are here. This is where we are. We are at a place to where now they, they have removed any protections from the U.S. government, specifically. Tar- You're Michael Flynn. Did I not say we'd all be Michael Flynn? You did. And again, I'll bring it up. You brought it up. How many on your monitors in there? How many Republicans are standing up against this? Not a word. Not a word. So the FISA, so now, and what the FISA courts were to do, not that it, not that it provided any protections, because look at what the FBI did. They literally falsified FISA warrant applications, and then the dope that Trump picked to be the special master after the, the after the Mar-a-Lago raid is only proving why what a, what a chump he is. I mean, our judges were so corrupt. If it, you know, if you're a judge and you find out that you signed off on spying on American people on the basis of a lie from the FBI, and you keep your mouth shut. I don't want anything to do with you. Also convenient, Andrea, this is happening in October, right before the election. Oh, yeah. This is a this is a great way for them to suppress yeah, she, speech. Well, she's still confident. It's a great way for them to suppress speech and and to, and to suppress and to and to, to spy on groups and who might be because if they can criminalize anybody questioning the outcome of an election then they can intercept and go in and try to interfere with efforts for people to be poll watchers for example or to get out the vote campaigns right with the FISA warrants no longer being necessary now the FBI CIA IRS, the NSA can all now claim their own probable cause in order to spy on you. So there's no protections for the American people at all from the U.S. government. It's being buried. It's being buried. And that's why getting back to Tulsi Gabbard, you know, and maybe maybe the reason she didn't say, hey, yeah, I'm leaving the Democrats and I'm going to the Republicans is because they're not speaking up much about this either. About or or, blame her. So. I'm not really, I still want answers, Gabby, Tulsi Gabbard. I have questions. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we've got a story about the FBI that's going to prove why what I just reported to you is a problem. So don't go anywhere. This is the Andrea K. Show on AM 1170, The Answer, San Diego. Steve Garvey on the TV. Almost didn't recognize that dude.
Andrea Kay, the donut queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. I also forgot that Angela Lansbury played Mama Rose in Gypsy. Did you ever watch the movie Gypsy? Gypsy Rose, uh, about Gypsy Rose. Yeah, it was good. Natalie Wood. I like most things I saw. And I didn't see everything with Angela Lansbury, but she was a great actress. Yeah, absolutely was. Wow. One of the things I said about Art LeBeau last night, if, you know, sometimes, you know, celebrities die and you're like, oh, wow, that's sad or whatever. But you see people who pass away with, with a huge legacy and you go, wow. You know, I want to, I want to, I want to make sure that when I go, I leave behind something that shows that my life meant something. It meant right. something. You stood for something. Your 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 work has is going to impact generations to come. Yeah. So it's kind of inspirational. Angela Lansbury was okay. Um, so before the break, that we were talking about this executive order that Biden had done, revoking any protections from the U.S. government uh, in, in terms of spying on American citizens, and specifically the one that he revoked was not just doing away with the FISA courts, but that the United States, he revoked this, that the United States shall not collect signals intelligence for the purpose of suppressing or burdening criticism or dissent. That's chilling. It should be chilling. Political prisoners are going to be increasing in this country. Criminalizing politics. And of course they did this close to the midterms. If for some reason the Republican Party miraculously takes control, what will this do? This will stop. This will ensure that any Republican like an Andy Biggs or or Bobert or Marjorie Taylor Greene who's got any ideas that they might want to actually fulfill a campaign promise and actually fight for our freedoms or actually try to, you know, use the power of the majority. For don't the, you dare. Yeah, don't you dare. I'm coming for you. Somebody made a threat to Trump early on in his administration. The intelligence community has a lot of different ways they can come for you and make your life miserable. And now there are no restrictions whatsoever on them to do it. I haven't even heard Trump mention it, by the way. So the FBI, speaking of suppressing information and suppressing speech, the FBI, uh, remember the story where um, Zuckerberg admitted that he suppressed the Hunter Biden laptop story on Facebook through using the algorithms to uh, keep the story down. He didn't pull it like Twitter did and stop the publication of it. But um, he actually, through the use of the algorithms, pretty much did the same thing. Um, We find out now. I know you're going to be so shocked. Your jaw is going to hit the ground when you hear this story. That the FBI agents, and this according to Breitbart, that the two FBI officials who had knowledge of the Hunter Biden laptop in 2020 and who told Facebook that it was uh, a potential Russian disinformation are Democrat donors. <gasps> oh, my gosh. According to court filings and campaign finance records, um, the unit chief for the FBI's Foreign Intelligence Task Force, Laura Demlo, and the head of the FBI's San Francisco Cyber Division, Elvis Chan. What kind of name? What kind of name is Elvis Chan? Really? Really with this? They were likely engaged in suppressing Facebook's distribution of the story on the platform, the Washington Free Beacon reported. Why did you say likely? Come on now. It's already in court filings. It's, the suppression is already here. Can't even do any honest reporting. Um. 
They contributed to John Ossoff in Georgia and Raphael Warnock's campaigns in Georgia in their Senate races. Um, you got to think about this. We're we're not just talking about somebody who votes Democrat. We're talking about we're talking about individuals that get out their wallets and take money out and give it to Democrats. According to this article, Breitbart, the donations raised questions as to whether the FBI officials were working in an official capacity with partisan intentions. Uh, raises the question. <laughs> Um, this is beyond circumstantial evidence. Okay. I need to, I need to practice doing these stories. Like I'm Keith Morrison from Dateline NBC. The FBI was in possession of the laptop for over a year before Miranda Devine tried to publish her article at the post called the laptop from hell. And we all know what happened there. And we also know that a large percentage of Biden voters say they would not have voted for him had they known about the story. So, um, The article goes on to explain, I'm not sure I knew this, in 2017, FBI Director Ray established the Foreign Influence Task Force to identify and counteract malign foreign influence operations targeting the United States. What a load of crap. We didn't have foreign influence, you know, going on. We had Hillary Clinton, the DNC, and the FBI and the DOJ interfering in our elections. That's what's going on. And everything and every one of these task forces and these counterterrorism units are all meant to cover up the crimes of the Clintons, crimes of those within the deep state, and then to project those crimes, to transfer those crimes and or accuse Trump and those in his orbit and now MAGA of the very crimes that they've committed. Now, Grassley said in September he demanded that uh, former FBI agent Tim Tebow answer questions before the Senate about allegedly shutting down the FBI's 2020. Pro- I'm not interested in, 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 in any more of these Senate congressional hearings. They get us nowhere. We need actual I'll talk. It's yeah, it's just theatrics. What did we what did we get from Trey? Ga- oh, conservatives used to love Trey Gowdy. What, what did we ever get from Trey Gowdy? Nothing. It was a total weasel. Little sawed off, little nothing of a weasel who never did anything. In fact, as soon as Trump got in office, he didn't do anything in, in his position. He and Tim Scott ran around trying to push, you know, some ebony and ivory book. It was ridiculous. We need some, if we, and I'm telling y'all, if we don't get control and not just get control but we, of, of the House and the Senate, we better have some people that are willing to look down the barrel, to look in the face of the deep state that's going to come to them and threaten them. Because otherwise we're done. We're done. They're laying the groundwork to try to round us all up and try to minimize and suppress any influence from any of the Republican and parties. That's not being forward. metaphorical. Not at all. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, hour two. It's Tuesday night. That means Quackman. quack and the whack. The wacky news from Gary Quack after the break. So come on back. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
the explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.